Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic, episode 16. I cannot believe we are at episode 16 already. Uh, My name is Wade, and I am one half of Records of the Republic. And joined with me today is my other half, the the battle droid to my clone trooper, Kevin. How are you doing? Uh, You always... Man, you always go for the bad guys. I don't want to hear it. They're hilarious. Kevin, I think you're hilarious. You add so much comedic value to this. If I was doing this by myself, I'd have like three less followers than we do. I mean, that's <laughs> Dylan, if you're listening, that was Kevin. I didn't say you weren't essential. Just FYI. All right, well, we'll replay it. Hmm. We'll we'll discuss it off air. <laughs> Kevin, I am okay. That's the best way to say it. Um, I'm actually really good. So I passed my state certification today. Well, not today, last Thursday on May the 4th. My boss was right. So my boss told me like at the beginning of April when my certification exam was going to be and he told me it's going to be on may 4th and i looked at him and i went oh really and he was like yes i already have you blocked off for work and we might have talked about this already but he was like i've already got you blocked off for the afternoon i know that's a holiday for you don't worry and he said i believe you're gonna pass because the force is with you and i think that was my good luck charm that's what i needed to hear and i nailed this i mean i this is the high, the the test that I took Thursday last week received the highest score out of the three exams I've had to take to get my certification. I got the best score on that one, even though it's the one that I struggled with the most last time I took it. So, heck yeah, the force the force was with me that day. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm doing well in that regard. Uh, almost got smacked by a Ford Ranger on my way home today. Uh, Do you remember where 98 and Highway 1 meet? Right there in Wake Forest, like over by the Carolina Ale House and Buffalo Brothers and all those. So I was heading, I was getting ready to turn left onto Highway 1 over that bridge at the light to head north. And I got the green arrow. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in the right left turn lane because there are two left turn lanes. So I'm in the right one, turning. And as I'm going through the light, I get onto the on-ramp for Highway 1. And this Ford Ranger is coming from the other direction, also trying to go Highway 1 north. And he has a yield sign, which I do not. And I don't know about where you're from, but where I'm from, yield sign means you yield to oncoming traffic. Apparently, this guy is not from the same area that I am, uh, because he decided to keep driving. And I mean, our trucks were like inches away when I slammed on the horn and it got a little ugly. I can tell you, we made, we made some faces. I try not to swear as a rule of thumb, but this was a, this was a rough moment, man. (laughs) This was a, this was a low point for me. I was, I had just gotten done with a long day of work. I'm exhausted. It's getting hot out. It's like 88 degrees out with humidity and it's starting to warm up and I'm, you know, it's, it's just been a long day and I'm just ready to get home. And this guy, and on top of that, he's got like this middle school or high school aged kid with him. And I'm like, dude, can you not teach? Not only are you teaching your kid bad habits, um, not just with your mouth, but with your driving, (laughs) 
But on top of that, you're putting your kid's life at risk by running a yield sign. Like, that's messed up. So, I may have mouthed some words. Uh, my windows were up, though, so they wouldn't have been audible anyway. Um, but he he was livid with me. I'm like, dude, what the heck? And then, like, so I'm, I, I end up passing him. Like, he, he, he does hit the brakes. So, I pass him, get onto the on-ramp and everything. And uh, he starts speeding up and then pulls up next to me. And we're just cruising on Highway 1. And I'm like, dude, I look over at him. And he starts mouthing at me again. And I just... I mouthed a little bit back and then, you know, drove off traffic caught up with him and he had to slow down. And, but that was, that was a little frustrating. So I do have my Jawa juice with me right now to help me cool off because man, I was hot. I was so heated and it's company truck too. So like the dude hits me, not only is he at fault, but I'm not going to have to pay for the company truck. He's going to have to deal with, you know, the company with that. And I'm like, dude, that is not what you want to be doing right now. Like I do not, but I had plenty of witnesses. Like if there had, if, I, I thought about it. I really have. Um, that's something that in the next models we get, we might try and upgrade to. Cause I just, man, it was, it was rough. But other than that, I mean, pretty good day. Definitely a good week. Um, I don't remember if I had talked about it last week or not, but I've got the Lego BD1 set, and I finished that, I think. I don't remember when I actually finished it, if it was this weekend or, or when, but I've been trying to figure out where to display it, because um, it's much bigger than I was expecting. Like, it's, a, it's almost, if it's not actual size, it's like maybe just barely a step down from about how big he is in the video game. So, and it's really, really well detailed. I mean, if you guys are a fan of Lego and or Fallen Order and Survivor, definitely go out and buy it. And we desperately, desperately need a Mantis set. So I know no one from the Lego company is listening, but on the off chance that someone shares our podcast with them, please, please, please give us a Mantis set. I mean, especially with how popular Survivor is at this point, I just, I can't imagine them not doing it. So, yeah, I don't know about that though. Like I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back and look to see how long it took us to get the Forced Unleashed Lego sets after the Forced Unleashed video game. Because I mean, realistically, we did get this BD1 Lego set, so I wouldn't be surprised if we would get a Mantis set. I just don't want to wait for it. That's that's my problem. I think there's definitely a market for it, especially if they can do it like in the $60 range, $60, $70 range. I think there'd be a market for it. But the question is just when, you know? So, but I also got this really cool care package in the mail. Uh, this It wasn't really a care package, it it was uh, my earnings from our Mando Bingo. I got a cool Star Wars music box. I got a little Grogu in his little egg capsule thing um, that I've got hanging on my mirror in my work truck. And then I've got a book on the way, if I'm correct. So pretty, pretty stoked about that. But Kevin wanted you guys to hear because he hasn't heard himself what the music box sounds like. So I'm going to hold it up to the microphone here real quick and play it for you guys. Dude, I, <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. Like, I bought my wife one off of Amazon for Legend of Zelda like a while back, and it's really, really pretty. So when I saw this, I was like, yes, I've got my own. So like last night before we went to bed, like we were laying down, we were ready to go to sleep, and all of a sudden she hears it, and she's like, what is that? And I was like, it's my music box. I needed to go to sleep. <laughs> so, 
probably, probably. I, uh, but it, it's not today. And so that's the glorious thing. I, I've almost made it through today and tomorrow's a new day. So that's right. Tomorrow is not promised. So who knows? That's, that's, <laughs> you think so? I'm going to look back and say, oh, I was such an idiot. So what about you, Kevin? Did you have a good week? Mm. That's what I do. At least you have enough hair for that, because I have not had hair worth paying for a haircut since, like, sophomore, junior year of high school. I, I've been... <laughs> it's, all of my hair migrated down to my face, and I mean, like, all of it. No. <laughs> well, that too, but that's TMI, you know. Our listeners didn't want to... Our listeners didn't want to know that. Nope, nope, I was just down to my face, buddy. My beard's up here. Yeah. Mm, I need to get one of those so badly. Mm. I have to sell my liver for that. I can't do that. No, no, no. My Funko's, I mean, that's special. A black, I, I've got a charcoal grill. If I wanted to grill, I could. I know, but I'm saying if I wanted to go outside and cook something, I could do it. I just don't want to. I'm just going to borrow Ron's. Ron, if you're listening, he's got one. And I think Saviel and Josh, although they live elsewhere now. So uh, Ron has one. So if I need it, I can just run over to his house and use his. Yeah, that also that also happens as well cuz Ron and Josh both have pickup trucks and I do not. <laughs> yep, that's right. Amen. Yes it is. Mm. I did. I did hear that. Oh, did you? Some days. I think you did on Twitter too, didn't you? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Tala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, that one was really cool. And I almost considered keeping it because I don't have any stormtroopers really. Because I just, I don't have the space for one that big. And I, I really don't have the space for a smaller one right now either, but definitely not one that big. And I'm also still with, with, with my Funkos, I'm still kind of a purist when it comes to pulling them out of the box. Like the only one I actually pulled out of the box, I, I have two, I have the other two Kenobi set, um, figures from that five pack. Um, it had, I think his name was Ronin or something like that. You remember the guy with the bowcaster um, that was on Obi Wan side? You know the the rebel, the the pathway, whatever the path. Um, I got his, and then I got the Vader out of there because I don't have any Vader ones. So I wanted to put him up on top of my Obi Wan Kenobi one, but I'm still kind of a 
for the most part, I'm still a purist when it comes to Funkos. I, I moved away from being a purist with the black series figures um, because I couldn't keep them in the box and display all of them with the Funkos. So I had to pick one and I just picked whichever one I had more of to keep in the box. So Funkos won. In the Mandalorian outfit? Oh, oh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, yeah, so I actually, the Obi-Wan Kenobi that came in that box is actually the one that Casper Alexander sent me. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, because I, first of all, the five pack was on sale. It's normally 50 bucks, and when I got it, it was like 25 bucks at Walmart. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of a steal because they're usually like, you know, 10 to 12 bucks. And I wanted two of the characters out of that pack. And I was like, yeah, I could re-gift some of these because they were either characters that I didn't have room for or wasn't super interested in. Like I specifically wanted um, the bowcaster because I think bowcasters are awesome. Like one of my favorite blaster types of all time. Um, and then I wanted Vader. That was the big thing is I really wanted the Vader one. So, but anyway, what else was in the box? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the Ralph the Ralph McQuarrie one, right? With the orange box. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the trim around the words and everything is orange. Yeah, sorry. The the trim. It's the it's the Ralph McQuarrie concept art or series. They've got it for like R2-D2, C-3PO, Stormtrooper, uh, Han Solo, Luke. Um, I don't remember if they have a Leia one. I assume they do. Uh, I think they have a Snowtrooper. Yeah, so it, it's the, yeah. So I've got the Han Solo from that series. That's the only one of the concept series I have. There are a couple that I've looked at getting, but I just, I, I haven't pulled the trigger because they're not like on top of my list right now. So I've just kind of said, eh, maybe one day. Or if someone desperately wants to gift us some, we're totally up for that. Send them our way. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, it's got to be like you're desperate to give us something. We're, we're down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they actually sent us all of those stickers. That was from the contest thing that Penny won on the live stream that I was on with, with Ro. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to divide these stickers up, and I'm going to give you some that I know you'll like, and I'll keep the other half. Was it only one? There should have been like two or three. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Mm hmm. I thought you'd like it.
You are. There's one more thing. Yeah, the retro Kenner. I got you that one to match my uh, my Obi One uh, retro Kenner, but I did take mine out of the box. Yep. Super dope. Yep. That's right. So if you guys want to be my friend, just remember I can be a really good gift giver sometimes. It's sporadic and sometimes few and far in between, but it does happen from time to time. Dylan, you're next. I got to I got to figure out what I'm going to start looking at getting you. I think I told him I was going to get him the Malgus Black Series figure. Um, so I'm going to, and now, now that it's out there, <laughs> if it doesn't happen, Dylan quits, <laughs> Dylan walks. No, it's not. This is Wade Rudder. Wade. Some days. Neil, want to be my friend? On Facebook? No way. Okay, I'm going to look. I'm going to look this up because I don't remember getting a friend request. I'm like on Facebook all the time too. I don't see anything. I'm so sad. Neil, I want to be your friend. I like free gifts. Oh. Neil, I mean, if you're a generous guy, you can do whatever you want. You don't have to be like Kevin. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> ah, I'm sure it was fine. Good memories, you know, good memories. What have you been working on this last week? Like, have you been working on any books or any video game? Well, probably not video games, but. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on, hold on. My OCD. Okay. Continue. I had to at least finish that. That's fine. You don't have to. Right. Right.
Yeah, Young Jedi Adventures. That's a win. Mine's Mando, and Jeans is Grogu. Yep, this is the way. You didn't respond to that correctly. <sighs> All right, guys. <laughs> Glad you joined us. <laughs> I'm going to cancel the episode. dude the artwork's what got me like that's what got me interested in it i mean it's really just the characters from fallen order on the cover and the fifth brother but still you know i i was intrigued because i love cal and i love marin and i love uh, Grease and BD1, so I knew I had to. Sears okay. I mean, Sears not awful. Um, her character is not like my least favorite in in the games, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the the development of Cal and Marin, and Grease is just funny. Like Grease is hilarious, and then BD1 droids are the best. So. I kind of saw someone on Twitter compare those two, and I... Yeah, I mean, kind of, but the problem is when you get into Survivor, they've kind of all gone their separate ways. Yeah. So it's like maybe in Fallen Order they were kind of this band that came together like Guardians Episode 1. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of get the comparisons, but I, I don't know that I'd put them up against Guardians of the Galaxy in, in a similar light. Oh, gosh. Um, I actually haven't played as much... Survivor as I was planning on like every night I've gotten home a little late and I had dinner hang out with Penny and Gene play with him a bit put him to bed and then I put myself to bed <laughs> like I've been so tired this week uh, and I've been waking up early to go to the gym again this week now that I'm not studying late at night for the exam so you know I've just been trying to get back on my normal schedule um, you know, my normal routine. So I haven't played Jedi Survivor nearly as much as I've wanted to. Um, there have been a couple of nights where I was like, yeah, maybe I'll stay up for like half an hour or an hour. And I just, nope, I'm ready for bed. So I might tonight because tomorrow I know we've got our office meeting in the morning and I've got a lighter schedule. So I might play a little bit. Just haven't quite decided in that regard. Um, but I have been working on the Thrawn trilogy. The um, So it's Star Wars Thrawn, uh, Thrawn Alliances, and Thrawn Treason. Um, obviously, the first one I really, really enjoyed. There were a lot of ties to the Rebels show, uh, which were fantastic. It kind of talked about Thrawn's climb in, in the Empire, and then Governor Price and how she kind of came to be the governor of Lothal. Um, so really enjoyed that one. That was like a 4.5 for me. Maybe, maybe a solid 4. Let's leave it at a 4. Um, alliances eh, at most, it was a 3.5. It wasn't awful, but it just didn't hold my interest, but treason. Holy cow. Treason was fantastic. Treason is a solid 4.5. Um, I mean, treason was by far the best of the three. Um, it, I won't spoil anything, but it, it just, some of the twists and turns in that one are just fantastic and they they do a lot of uh kind of referring to 
you know, Stardust and Krennic's in it and, uh, you know, Tarkin's in it. So there's a lot of cool stuff in it. Um, just a lot of background Imperial stuff and politics. And so treason by far was the best of the three. Um, but I would highly, highly, highly recommend any of you guys who have not read these books yet, go read these ones and go read the original heir to the empire trilogy, uh, before Ahsoka comes out. Cause I think a lot of this is going to play into the Ahsoka series with Thrawn coming back. So I, I, Heir to the Empire. Um, it's not by much, but I think Heir to the Empire, I, I if we're talking about just for kind of getting Thrawn time, it would be the newer Thrawn trilogy that I just finished. But Heir to the Empire kind of goes back and forth in perspectives between Luke, Leia, Han, and then Thrawn and Pelion and Sabaoth, who is this clone Jedi. Um, so it kind of gives us some of the hero good and bad um, offsetting. Um, it's definitely more black and white as to good and bad versus in this newer Thrawn trilogy, you get kind of Thrawn almost being his own hero in a sense. Um, not that he necessarily views himself as a hero, but what he's doing is serving the Empire while also still trying to serve his people, the Chiss Ascendancy. Um, so it's, it's a little bit more gray. Obviously they're still Imperial. They're still bad guys. And, you know, they kind of still make that clear, but like I said, the, the difference in the two in terms of which one I like better is not by much. And if we're just talking about truly getting to know the character Thrawn, this newer trilogy is fantastic. I mean, it really gives you so much time with the character. The only reason I like the other trilogy is because we get a lot of Luke and we got, get a lot of Leia and Han as well. So, you know, that kind of, to me, I love those original trio plus Chewbacca and Lando. You get those guys too. Um, and Leia's like pregnant with her twins in the Heir to the Empire trilogy. And that plays a huge part into what's going on. So, you know, just a lot of cool... EU history there, but I just think those books were more enjoyable as a whole. Um, but these books were fantastic, especially if you're a fan of Rebels. Like, these books were really, really good. And even as a fan of Clone Wars, like, I can see why people would enjoy the Alliance's book. It just wasn't really for me. But, you know, with the flashback scenes, it's constantly paying this back and forth between Thrawn and Vader in the Empire, and Thrawn kind of figuring out who Vader is and hinting at the fact that he knows who Vader is. Um, and then the flashback scenes where they're going through, um, you know, Thrawn and Anakin's first interactions and them essentially coming to as strangers coming to this point where they have to kind of work together to reach a common goal. And so, you know, it, it's interesting. It just didn't kind of, it didn't do it for me. Like well, I just wanted Thrawn and Vader for the most part. So, but not, not an awful book by any means. Uh, but yeah, I would highly, highly, highly recommend going and reading these books before Ahsoka comes out. And I'm so glad that I did. Well, these should go to the top of the list. Um, just, oh yeah, that's true. Well, you can listen to these ones. They're fine. You'll do fine with it. So, and now I started uh, Darth Plagueis for the first time. I have finally gotten into that. I'm only like three or four chapters in, but it's good. It is every bit as good as people have told me. So, um, I assume it'll keep that quality, that standard going. Um, but it, it's... It's really good. I'm excited to talk about that one next week. If I finish it, hopefully I finish it by next week. That's fine. You can just mute me on your end or, you know, take your headphones out. <laughs> yeah, but then everyone else can't hear me, Kevin. That's rude. I am records of the Republic. I am the Senate. 
So, last week, we got, what was it called? Visions, Season 2. Duh. I had totally spaced it. Volume 2. That's right. Season 2, Volume 2. It's it's essentially the same thing. I don't know. I mean, it's listed as Season 2 on, like, Wikipedia and IMDb, so I don't feel like I'm in the wrong for calling it Season 2. Okay. Well, we got Visions, Season 2, and as a whole... Pretty happy with it. We can talk a little bit more about it now because Kevin has watched all of the episodes. Um, we're kind of, I think we're going to talk about our top five favorite because there were a total of what, nine episodes? Was it eight or nine? I think it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Would you like me to count again? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of hard work, man. Uh, yeah, so we got nine episodes. Um, I don't think there was a single episode that I didn't like. Really? Oh, see. Oh, okay. See. So Screecher's Reach was the one that I struggled with personally. That was like, if I had to pick a least favorite, that was my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's okay. So what's your number five? Okay. That didn't make my list. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, like, so, ironically, when we text each, each other talking about which one was our favorite, the one that I said I thought would be your favorite was the one that ended up being your favorite. Yeah, I will. Uh, let's see. Let me read through them real quick. I got to remember. Um, let's see. That was one. That was two. That was three. That was four. So, I actually had... Owl's song, Owl's song, um, which was the cat lady who sang and could like feel or hear the the crystals that the voice, you know, like they could hear them. I thought it was really cool, and I like claymation. I really like claymation. So, and I think that's what I'm assuming that's what the style is called. For some reason, it it kept making me think of uh, the Amazing World of Gumball. Have you never seen that show on Cartoon Network? God, I need to grow up. <laughs> Kevin, I didn't watch it as a kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, there there are some cartoons still on TV that I'm like, you know what? This is pretty decent writing. I'm going to watch this and enjoy it. I, I am a total kid, and I know that, and I just, I admit it. But I thought it, you know, I thought it was kind of a cool take on uh, kyber crystals and their their relationship with force sensitive uh, folks. So it was definitely a cool style to see. Um, very much enjoyed it. It was simple, um, but yeah. So that was my number five. Why did you pick the Sith as number five, or Sith? I should say. I definitely, I will say, like, I really did enjoy, like, while she's doing the artwork and everything, seeing the darkness kind of take over the, the color and, you know, kind of representing her in her battle with the dark side. I, it, that was pretty cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, to me, for the story, it was just, like, pretty simple. I I don't know. I mean, I guess most of them were pretty simple, for that matter. Um, I didn't dislike, like I said, I didn't dislike any of these. Um, I think the only thing I disliked about that episode was the starship she gets in. I hate that thing. <laughs> I think just the way the wings unfolded, something about it. Just I, it didn't sit well with me. Like I'm, I'm OCD. I like everything to be perfectly symmetrical, and I think they like unfolded from one side or something like that to surround the the cockpit. And I thought, man, I don't like that. Not a fan. So that that was just me. But good episode, nonetheless. It was enjoyable. It was interesting. Um, it was kind of cool. I did like the line where he was like, "Now you're the master," and or something to that extent. And when she goes to kill him and, um, I thought that was kind of cool. Cause she's like, no, I'm, and you know, I'm like them. I, I don't remember what she says, but it's something like I'm the master of my destiny or something, you know, to that extent. Um, I think that's what it was, but it was, it was a good one. What's your number four? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Right. Uh-huh. Right. I loved it. That's actually my number four. Yeah. So we did at least get one together so far that that's same. So, yeah, I mean, it was a cool take on the force and kind of, you know, it's kind of cool to see how different people from around the galaxy, you know, different tribes kind of view what the force is and how, you know, how do they are able to utilize it? Because they're obviously not Jedi. Um Right. It's just that it's a different take. Um, so I, I thought it was very well done. And of course, I loved seeing the Empire. Like say, seeing things like the ATST and the 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 troopers and the Imperial commander or whatever, you know, seeing all of those characters, you know, it really kind of helps put it in the Star Wars world to me. You know, it's not just relying on well, here's a lightsaber, so obviously it's Star Wars. It's using other characters, and, you know, I think a lot of this was Imperial-based. There were a couple that weren't, um, but for the most part, I think it was mostly Empire, Rebel, um, original trilogy time time frame. So that was number four. What about number three? Oh, okay, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you're pretty cool. Little rascals. I'd have to look it up. Okay. I got you. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was excellent. Um, 
Yes. Yep, that's right. His his. <laughs> well, and it was it really was like true like Wallace and Gromit style or. You know, like I grew up, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was Chicken Run, which was done by the same animators. So, you know, I loved all of that Shaun the Sheep and Wallace and Gromit, all, all of those guys. Not sure if they use the same writers or not, but the humor was similar. You know, a lot of the stuff felt, I mean, to me, that episode felt very comfortable. That was actually my number uh, two episode. So my number three uh, my number three was Journey to the Dark Head. Um, first of all, I'm I'm a sucker for anime, like true anime, and this this felt like solid, solid anime. Um, I forget. I'll see. I, I had it pulled up on my phone, but the animators for that episode have done a lot of other stuff. Um, I can't remember if they're the ones who did Legend of Korra. Or not. Let me see if I've got them still. Oh, I don't have them pulled up. So that's okay. But, uh, you know, the animation style was awesome. I loved seeing the Jedi and the Sith. And it definitely felt like, you know, maybe it was Old Republic era. Maybe it was like pre-prequels, like shortly before. It wasn't High Republic. Uh, based on the Jedi robes from what I can see. So probably Old Republic or, you know, some other time frame. But it was just really, I think it was a really good, really compelling um, story in the animation style. Like I said, I love anime. So to see a true anime um, Star Wars episode was really, really cool. The The style was fantastic. Yeah, I get it. That's fair. I can give you that. So, what's your number two? That was my least favorite. Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Right. That that's what kills me. Yeah, it just didn't feel like it to me. The whole episode felt like until the absolute very end. And you're like, okay, I kind of, all right. Until then, it was like, it did not feel Star Wars-y to me at all. So. I want to say this was the Irish. I, I want to say they were Irish animators. If I remember correctly, it was an Irish studio. I could be wrong. But it was different. And I appreciate it. Right. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm happy that you're happy. So obviously my number two, like I said, was I Am Your Mother. Fantastic. We don't have to recap that too much. Um, but yeah, it was just awesome. The humor was perfect. The uh, The relationship between mom and daughter was perfect. You know, I just... I thought it was just a, a very well done episode. And that brings us to number one. So I texted Kevin after I finished this and I said, this episode is going to be your number one favorite. I guarantee it. Um, and that is the bandits of Galak. Galak? Galak? Do you know 
what it is. Golic. Golic. The Bandits of Golic. Um, fantastic episode. To me, the animation and storyline felt like something out of Clone Wars or Rebels. Like, I went to look up the anima- the animation studio to see if they've done any work on Clone Wars or anything like that with Lucasfilm. Because to me, it felt and looked so much. I mean, obviously, there were some differences here and there. But it really, really felt like Star Wars Clone Wars. Like, you had the Purge Troopers. You had the Inquisitor. You've got the Jedi running from the, you know, the Jedi sister and her brother running from the M- the M- Imperials. I don't know why I can't speak tonight. Um you know, but it, it just, it was absolutely fantastic from start to end, in my opinion. Definitely the best episode overall. Um, you know, and it was it was perfectly balanced between representing Star Wars and kind of representing the Indian studio that did it. I mean, it was truly a perfect balance, in my opinion. Um, it, it just felt so authentically both at the same time, if that makes sense. So, uh, the it was just... And I love uh, the granny Jedi. She was awesome. She was super cool. Um, the Inquisitor was cool to see too. Like, like everything they took out or everything that they put in there was Star Wars. And when you looked at some of the aliens, like uh, I forget what the species is called, but do you remember uh, Sanube from Clone Wars? He's the old Jedi master that works. He's got kind of like gray hair and he's got like a, a beak, almost a long neck. He's got the white lightsaber at the Jedi temple. And there are those episodes of Clone Wars where he and Ahsoka are kind of working together to track down uh, someone who stole her lightsaber. And he's, and we saw him in Kenobi. That's what I was going to say. So, you know, if you look at those, that species as it's represented on that train looks literally like it's straight out of clone wars i mean i could not tell much of a difference and that was the case with multiple of the different alien species so i mean they just they nailed it out of the i mean they just it was a home run episode for me absolutely hands down best episode of visions period i think that's my favorite episode from season one and two um altogether so Yes. Right. No, not not even close. It it blew all of the other episodes out of the water, uh, you know, just gone. They didn't stand a chance. And they were all good. There wasn't a single episode, like I said, even the Screechers Reach or whatever it was, like, I liked all of them to an extent. But this one was just, it was on another level. And when you actually look at their uh, studio, they've actually done a lot of stuff with uh, DreamWorks and Netflix with a lot of different shows. So that, that was really cool. Yeah, that was to me that was really cool is looking up each of these studios um individually one by one after seeing the episode because you know sometimes you'll watch an episode and you're like I kind of recognize that style. You know, some of them you obviously knew going into it like um I am your mother. You knew that was the Wallace and Gromit studio. I forget what they're actually called. Um I had the list of them up a while ago. But you know, some of them you just knew off the bat, like, yeah, obviously that's what that is. But then some of them I've never heard of before. And it was really cool to see, you know, like one of them, like I said before, um, did animation on one of my favorite shows, which is The Legend of Korra, which is a sequel series to Avatar The Last Airbender, which is a series that Dave Filoni worked on at the very, very beginning of Avatar which is so cool to see kind of come full circle in a sense. Now this studio didn't work on Avatar the Last Airbender. They just worked on Legend of Korra, but still, you know, they're connected. So, I'm giving them that. But, you know, just looking at some of these uh these studios and their portfolios, it's really cool to see. Oh yeah, I've watched that. I totally recognize that style. I knew I did. Or 
I never knew they worked on that project, you know? And so it was, I, I really like visions. Um, I don't know if they'll do a season three. I wouldn't be upset if they did. I just don't know where they're going to go from here. You know, if they're just going to pick different studios moving forward um, from different areas, no idea. But yeah, I'd be okay with a couple, you know, there are a couple of studios out there that have done such good jobs that I'd be okay with them doing another episode at some point. Um, or even there were a couple of episodes where I'd love to have seen sequels too. Like I've always true, truthfully, I've always wanted a star Wars anime series where it's like an actual anime series, not just like individual stories in each episode. Like, like we get with clone wars or bad batch or rebels and so on and so forth. Like I want an actual anime star Wars series. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like a season, you know, give them like, uh, 12 episodes or 16 episodes like bad batch, you know, something like that. Um, I think that would be fantastic. And I do think it would be well received because a lot of, a lot of nerds like us, we kind of cross, we crisscross our fandoms. So, you know, a lot of us who are fans of Star Wars are not just fans of Star Wars. We're fans of Lord of the Rings or Marvel or, you know, different animes like Yu-Gi-Oh or Dragon Ball Z or, you know, My Hero Academia, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And we kind of crisscross and find ourselves fans of multiple different things. So I think bringing two together like that would be really, really awesome. So, but we'll see. We'll see what they do if they do a season three. I think season two has been very well received from what I've heard. A lot of people were really excited about it and seem to have enjoyed them. So hopefully we'll get some more of that. So that's our recap of Visions season two. Um... Moving forward, over the next couple of months, Kevin and I have been talking, and we are actually planning on rewatching the entire Star Wars movie series, uh, from Phantom Menace all the way to The Rise of Skywalker. And our goal is, each of the following episodes of this podcast, we're going to kind of break down each movie uh, from our perspectives. So next week, we're going to talk about The Phantom Menace. The week after that, Attack of the Clones. So on and so forth till we get through Rise of Skywalker. Once we've gotten through all of the movies, we are going to talk about ranking them on a live stream with Dylan during Dylan Steiner. So stay tuned for that because that is coming out. Um, we're trying to figure out what Saturday this month we can do Dylan's Diner, but we might have to postpone it till June. We're not 100% sure on that. So I do apologize to you all. Um, all three of you guys who joined us, uh, last, last month for Dylan Steiner, um, we will be doing it again. We're just, uh, trying to figure out schedules right now. We all have very, very, very busy maze. So, but it's been good. It's been real. It's been fun. Kevin, do you have anything else you want to add? Awesome. So next week. Look forward to our breakdown of The Phantom Menace. It's going to be a blast. That's right. Absolutely. With that, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram, on Reddit. We are on all of those platforms. Uh, if you want to send us an email or an uh, audio clip, our email address is recordsoftherepublic at gmail.com. And you can find us on any of those social media platforms that I mentioned, also at Records of the Republic. So hit us up. Let us know. Do you like us? Do you not like us? Are you listening? Are you ignoring? You know, whatever floats your boat. So I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and we look forward to seeing you next Thursday. As always, may the Force be with you. And remember, this is the way.